0: It's Vegas Revealed episode 92, and we're on location for some entertainment and some observations. You can hear behind us the crowds.
1: Plus, Billy Joel, Terry Fader, and a huge surprise at Gwen Stefani's residency show. It was bananas.
0: And our first-hand experience with wait times as some Vegas theaters check your vaccine status.
1: Our international visitors are set for their return to the Strip. We have the new restrictions that our overseas listeners need to know.
0: We pack it all into 30 minutes today. Let's spin the wheel.
1: Welcome to Vegas Revealed episode 92 and as Dana mentioned uh, in the open of the show we have a lot to pack in to the next 30 minutes so get comfy buckle in we're about to get going Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli good to be with you.
0: I feel like we say that every show, but it's so true. There's so much going on in Las Vegas, right? There is. We keep so busy lately, and we had mentioned in the last podcast we were going to a big dinner at Nobu, which is inside Caesar's Palace, and we did, and it was fabulous, and we had a surprise visit from the chef, and you say his name better than I do, so say it, Sean.
1: Chef Nobu Matsuhisu is the guy who is in charge of the Nobu Empire and uh, he was he showed up and was great to see him at dinner. Oh
0: my gosh he sat down with us. What a great guy so much fun to see him and be able to tell him how good everything is at his restaurant and it has been for years. We were there celebrating a few things okay Nobu Hotel inside Caesar's Palace was celebrating its eighth anniversary. They're also doing a multi-million dollar refresh of the hotel. they're also adding a new Nobu restaurant over at Paris Las Vegas so that's exciting and also future development Developments of two Nobu hotels and restaurants at Harrah's New Orleans and also Caesars Atlantic City. Wow. So huge expansion for Nobu. And I was talking to Chef and he was saying it's been a rough year and a half with the pandemic and everything going on. But he was so thankful to his staff that really hung in there and followed all the protocols and, you know, were so patient to really, you know, open it full blast, I guess. You know, obviously there's been baby steps.
1: Yeah. And but After a a tough year, this is a a heck of a way to to bounce back from it with all of this expansion and development. Kudos to to Chef and his entire team for, you know, being able to weather the storm and come out on the other side like this. And something else we did last Saturday, we went to see Gwen Stefani over at the Zappos Theater. She came back to do her final run of shows, and it was (laughs) B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Wasn't
0: it? It sure was. Listen, literally, that, oh, that opening number is her bananas the best. everywhere. Bananas everywhere on stage. It's great. She, it's one of my absolute favorite shows in Las Vegas. I have seen her one, two, three times, maybe four. It's a great show, and she delivered. I mean, she was on fire that night. It was fantastic. A few things we want to talk about is first before the show what it was like getting in there but just about the show itself uh Blake Shelton her husband now showed up and they sang their duet and he was on stage it was a great moment in the show that we got to experience I'm so glad we were there that night
1: and uh, Gwen started talking about about her husband about Blake Shelton and she kind of you know mentioned his name then she turned back around on stage walked walked toward the back of the stage and turned around and was like, I said Blake Shelton, and people cheered louder. And then Blake walks out from the side of the stage, and then everybody went nuts.
0: They did. And listen, if you want to see it, we have it on our YouTube. So go to our Vegas Revealed YouTube. We have the, the beginning, the end, and most of the song on there. They sang their duet called Nobody But You, it was great we put it on our tiktok sean and let me tell you people are very passionate about this gwen and blake relationship (laughs) and you know just the whole country music there it was interesting all the different chatter going on on our tiktok and it really took off because it's a it's a great moment on stage but you know it's just caused so much chatter about the couple you know they they recently been married and and obviously they both have exes and all that kind of thing but you know when you watch the performance, it's really well done. You can tell they're passionate about it. And some people were saying, oh, they shouldn't duet, and she's not country. I'm like, you know, they just want to do a song together. Let them do their song. Yes. <laughs> it's They're both fantastic performers, fantastic singers. It was a great performance. I'm glad we were there to see it.
1: And me too. That was definitely a, a special moment. And Gwen puts on one heck of a show. If you were lucky enough to see her up until this point, Good on you. Um, she only has shows through November sixth, and then her Vegas run of scheduled dates is over. And I'm we've not bugged. heard anything about the show continuing on. I think she's wrapping things up. So you know she may be going back out on tour.
0: Yeah, she might. And then maybe she'll come back. I mean, it's a fantastic show. You and I always say uh, it. Her sets in uh, her show fill the stage that's what's so incredible about it there's some people that you go to shows and there's little stuff on stage she fills the stage with your visually and then her personality and all her hits and she even you know sings other people's songs for fun it, yeah. it just was a great it's a great great show
1: and the and it is the staging is just so vibrant mm-hmm. like you, you you look at everything and you're like wow this is It just puts you in a good mood. It does. It's a happy show, and you leave like with the songs going through your head. So we're going to be sad to see Gwen wrapping up her Las Vegas run on November 6th. But man, what a night. And again, as Dana mentioned, you can see our experiences on TikTok and YouTube.
0: Now let's talk about before the show, because this was our first trip to Zappos Theater since before the pandemic started. Yeah. So I uh, wanted to see what it would be like and just assumed kind of it would be, you know, business as usual. But it was funny. We met about 7.30 for drinks right. ahead of time. There was a group of us. Because the show
1: started at 9.
0: Right. And and I was like, okay. I walked by the theater, and there was like a line of people to get in. And I was even like telling you, I was like, know, oh, these people are in line so early. What are they going to do in there for an hour and a half? Well, the joke was on us <laughs> because they were smart.
1: They were. We ended up uh, getting out to get in line about a half hour before the show at like 830. Mm -hmm. And we were flabbergasted to see that the line had grown. So if you're familiar with Planet Hollywood, you know that there's the Miracle Mile shops that are kind of around the entire casino. It's the mall, the retail area. And it goes on and on and on and on. Let me tell you, the line also went on and on and on. I mean, and on. literally
0: almost to the parking garage, right? That it was went past insane. the parking
1: garage. As a matter of fact, you know what? I had to take out my phone and document this. So just take a little bit of a listen as I walked down this line that stretched down to the horizon. Like insane! I have never experienced anything like this before in my 16 years in Las Vegas. Here's the parking garage, the line keeps going.
0: And we'll put this on our social media so you can see it, but here's the deal. The reason for the line, we think, is because they do COVID checks, vaccine checks, I should say. You either have to have a negative test or a vaccine card to get into Zappos, and that takes a little bit of time. And
1: it seemed like there was no uniform method of, checking vaccine status. Obviously, if you had a test, you needed to bring those test results. But there were people who brought their physical vaccine card, which also has to be checked against your ID, your license or government issued ID card. Um, But there are also apps that people use Uh, to check vaccine status as well. And it didn't seem like there was any one uniform way of doing that at Zappos theater. And I think that may have caused some of the delay. Um, And by the way, we are coming up in our tips in just a little bit. We do have some suggestions to make that process go a little smoother through our own experiences um, some apps that might make it uh, a little quicker for you. I know for me,, uh, what I had on my phone really, it took no time at all once I got up to the the guy who was checking
0: right. And you and I have experiences of two visits in different cities where they check vaccine cards to get into like bars and restaurants. I'll right. tell you what that was about. we'll We'll yep. talk about all that in tips because it's quite a conversation.
1: But bottom line, pack your patience if you're going to a show that's checking. Uh, vaccine status or looking for a negative test to get in which by the way we are about to go to another theater that's checking that
0: right we're about to see sting and we got a alert from the coliseum um, that we need to have vaccine cards or a negative test to get into the coliseum as well so it's becoming a normal thing here in Las Vegas. Also, we talked about masks last week, and this is not concrete, but, you know, we always go by the buzz, like, what do the Vegas, you know, insiders talk about, and there's been a lot of chat about possibly the mask coming off by December 1st, so we will keep you posting on that, but if you have any trips planned after December 1st, have a feeling possibly the mask could come off indoors.
1: Although, just being completely honest with my observations around town, there are Starting to be fewer and fewer people wearing yep. masks.. They are. And I noticed inside Gwen Stefani's show, a lot of people took the mask off, which, you know, I guess it makes sense if you're if it's an entire theater of people who have been vaccinated True. and had a negative test. Um, I, you should feel comfortable taking a mask off.
0: Right. Uh, a lot of things we've been to lately. It's been a mixed bag. That's for sure.
1: And kind of along these lines, Dana, a, a few episodes back, we mentioned that we were finally once again going to be able to start welcoming international travelers to Las Vegas and all of the United States uh, starting at the beginning of November.
0: Right. Starting on November 8th, foreign national air travelers to the United States will be required to be fully vaccinated and provide proof of vaccination status to be boarding an airplane to fly to the United States with only limited exceptions. But for a large portion of people that were not U.S. citizens, they were not able to come into our country. We were able to go there and get back because we're U.S. citizens, but A lot of people haven't been able to visit here. So starting November 8th, they'll be able to come and visit Las Vegas.
1: Right. And if you heard our conversation about this uh, last time we spoke about it, We were saying that there were a lot of different rules and regulations depending on which part of the world you lived in, which country you were coming in from. Well, these new travel regulations are uniform across the board. You need to be vaccinated.
0: Yeah, and, you know, read up on it. A website that we found pretty handy is travel.state.gov, and then they've got a whole section there on international travel and the Q&A and the frequently asked questions and all that kind of thing. Again, it's travel.state.gov and then you'll find a tab there where you can get some of that information.
1: But November 8th is going to be a momentous day for us here in Las Vegas to finally be able to welcome back international travel travelers. And I know that we've heard a lot from our overseas listeners that they have been so excited to plan their Vegas vacation because they've not been able to yeah. to be here for the last couple of years.
0: And you know what? It's been so busy out lately. I'm almost curious to see, like, can it I get know. busier? It's going to be I insane.
1: <laughs> Which another, I mean, just a, a, a word to the wise, if you're driving in from California, Arizona, Utah, um, be prepared for a lot of traffic. I think I got spoiled getting around town, mm-hmm. you know, as... Visitation was lower as people were working from home. Traffic wasn't really that big of a thing. Within the last three weeks, Mm -hmm. I've noticed a a, a huge increase in congestion and traffic jams. And just know that you need to pack in a lot of extra time to your trip.
0: While you're stuck in traffic you can listen to us on Highway Radio by the way we do the entertainment reports and you can get it all the way from California and Arizona up to Las Vegas. You
1: can find it on your dial by going to (laughs) highwayradio.com look up and see which area uh, applies and you'll be able to find it on your radio dial.
0: Well we talk often about the big shows here in Las Vegas but Sean and I went to the Westgate for the grand opening of the Bronx Wanderers. They're great. They've been playing Las Vegas uh, for, I think, like, I don't know, years now. Not, uh, they were new to town, and they re- immediately took on a following. They were over at Bally's and a lot of different places around town. And now they have a new show at the Westgate.
1: And so we uh, went over where they were having a blue carpet event at the Westgate for their grand opening at the Westgate Cabaret.
0: But we took to the mic a little bit early because we had lots of observations while we were over there at the Westgate, which is also the former Hilton, in case you're curious where that is. It's on Paradise, just to the east of Las Vegas Boulevard. Sean and I have traveled over to the Westgate, which we haven't been here since. Remember, we walked over here right after we got our second vaccine shot.
1: We did. And we ate over at the sportsbook in the little deli over there. And let me tell you, uh, it was not as packed then as it is today. There's this huge billiards tournament happening here at the westgate right now there's three hundred cool tables in the convention area and even some out here on the gaming floor because there are that many billiard players here in Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, it is packed. You can hear behind us the crowds. We're standing right next to a Barry Manilow gift shop, which is kind of fun to see all the cool merchandise for the holidays, too.
1: I I love the very Barry Christmas sweaters that they have. They're super cute.
0: Now I know what to get you. That was easy. That was easy. (laughs) All right, but we are here for the Bronx Wanderers, and we're super excited to see this show because we're hearing that it's been completely revamped, and there's a lot of new additions we're just waiting for the guys they're on the blue carpet and they're coming over now all right listen you guys it's a big night you're opening at the westgate and i know it took a little to get here because everyone was kind of trying to figure out where are we gonna go where are we gonna do our show how's it feeling
2: oh it's great we're so excited and they treat us like that we were so welcome when we got here they treat us like family and they're like we want you here and it was like to just to hear that was great
3: that's we're so we're thrilled. we still have a home in Vegas yeah. Because we know a yeah. lot of shows took yeah. a really big hit this year yeah. And we're grateful to be here yeah.
1: Very. So you have a new home here at the Westgate Are there new elements to the show? We have
3: our first acoustic moment ever We made the show a lot younger We geared it towards a lot of the 80s now Because that's kind of the new oldie So we're progressing the show And we've got an amazing response from a lot of people And we think it's the only music show in town That can be great for a person 8
1: years old to 80 years old it's true. And I need to head to the bar now that you just said 80s is the new oldies. Holy crap. <laughs> I was with a little kid the other day. He
3: goes, play some oldies. And he played Nirvana. I almost slapped the kid. I go, there's no way that's oldies, man. He goes, well, I'm 11 years old. It's old to me. I'm like, wow.
0: I was shocked. Oh, that is- yeah. but listen and, and you guys mentioned you're lucky you said uh, we're lucky to have a show we're lucky to have a I mean there aren't a lot of shows of this size either in town anymore I'm sure you've got to feel grateful and it's uh, you guys are kind of a destination point for a lot of people right now
2: we're so I mean really we're so lucky we pinch ourselves every day there is so much great talent in this town you know that and I mean you look around this room everybody here is a great player singer and it's just We're just lucky to be a part of it and the fact that we found a home we're very thankful to our producers out category. We had to to lower the our
3: overhead, too, because we originally were a six-piece band, and now we're a five-piece. I mean, you really have to do what you have to do in this day and age to survive. And uh, you'll see by the amount of jobs I do tonight that I'm really trying to pick up the slack as best as I can.
0: Well, if you ever need anyone to do the triangle, I'm, yeah, I live close
3: by. Good to know. You'd be the best-looking one on stage, so it's good to know. I got the right color hair.
1: I was going to say, you would fit in with the family.
0: <laughs> I'm part of the family. You would definitely be our cousin. My mom's from the Bronx.
1: That's right. And, and so how has it been uh, having a, a family show up on stage, but then obviously families were all together over the, the past couple years too. So did, did you skip a beat at all? Or Well, again, this is the only job
3: that we've ever had. So the minute our job was taken away during the pandemic, we looked at ourselves like, what are we going to do as a family to survive? And thank God, 15 years we've been in this show, we have an incredible fan base. I mean, we were doing virtual concerts for a year straight. We didn't leave the house. You couldn't tour. You couldn't do anything. At one point, me and him were a duo at the bar at Carnival
2: Court. I mean, we were literally... We toured as a duo. We
3: were doing everything we possibly could to get through it. So I don't know how it's possible, but we got closer during the pandemic. And
2: even now, looking around, it's it's wild we're still here. the The best thing with that whole thing of touring as a duo was we got to do all material that I did when I was his age. Whether you go to any club now, it's still the same set. And so he got to see me do that element, and our old entertainment director from Caesars said, why don't you incorporate that in the show? And that's how we just said, let's make it a really hipper, younger show. Yeah. Been great. We were
3: going to have Dad do a burlesque number, but we didn't <laughs> think it would be the right thing to do.
0: Part two, part two. Listen, congratulations, guys. You guys have embraced Las Vegas ever since you arrived. I remember. And, you know, we appreciate, you know, shows like that, people like that. We're happy to have you. We can't wait to go in and get a drink because we realize now that the 80s are hip again. We're and so watch. Because
3: to the support that you guys give us yes. and this town. So sure. we're honored to have you.
0: We had a great time at the show. They're fabulous musicians and They have amazing stories to tell. Really, the storytelling was so interesting about their background. I also want to mention they perform seven nights a week at the Westgate. So any day you want to go, there are options. And uh,
1: the dad, Vinny, who leads up the the Bronx Wanderers, it it was really cool to hear his stories about his days as a a record producer Mm -hmm. and some of the interactions he's had with huge stars over the years, including... Billy Joel, who just announced a date here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium.
0: I know. I mean, this is going to be not Billy Joel. It's going to be a big weekend, actually, because it's Metallica one night, then Billy Joel the other night. So it's a big weekend for Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. Billy Joel, I have never seen live. Have you?
1: No, I haven't. But he has been on my bucket list. So I may have to spring for for tickets to see Billy at Allegiant Stadium.
0: Yeah, I love his song Moving Out. I've got it on my yes. my iPhone. I love it. Okay, now let's move back to another medium-sized smaller show, Terry Fader. We said we went to Terry Fader and we wanted to chat about it. He played at the Mirage for years. In his own theater, Big Theater, and now he's in a little bit of a smaller venue at New York, New York, and you and I went to check out the show.
1: Yeah, it's called the Liberty Loft, and it's a venue I had never been in over at New York, New York before. Um, Just after the pandemic, uh, Terry Fader opened inside the Zumanity Theater, Over there. It's a long running Cirque du Soleil show that unfortunately didn't come back after the pandemic. So Terry moved in there to relaunch his show um, at New York, New York, and then most recently moved up to the Liberty Lounge. Um, which is a, a more intimate venue.
0: Yeah, there was a kind of like a bar in the back. I liked, the, when I walked into the room, I was like, oh, I kind of like, you know, it was like set up of chairs and then there was a bar in the back. It was very, I don't know, vibrant. It felt, um, I don't know, kind of like a little bit of an o- occasion, you know, and you're mingling with everyone. And I, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it, I think it was formerly just kind of like a ballroom.
1: Yeah, an events kind of space right. that they use, but they've turned it into a, a space where Terry is doing uh, his new show. We had a chance to chat with Terry before the show, and he said he's super excited about all the new material in the show. He's he's actually said he's never liked the material in his show more than he does now Mm so congratulations to terry moving into that new space and if
0: anyone doesn't know who terry is he's a ventriloquist a comedian a singer so he does a little bit of everything in his show and he opens up with a really cool we are the world piece i'm not going to tell you what it's all about but anyway we enjoyed it uh terry congratulations on moving spots and, and having a new show that you know you're so proud of and that's the most important thing
1: And, of course, a lot of people across the country will probably know Terry Fader as the winner of America's Got Talent. And that show, AGT Live in Las Vegas, has just opened up uh, over at the Luxor. Shows began on October 28th, and it's an ongoing show where you'll see some of your favorite acts from that NBC uh, talent competition
0: series. Something else we're doing this weekend is judging a huge Halloween contest. We were excited to be chosen as one of the many judges for the Vegas Vicky costume contest. It's called the Neon Idol. It's over at Circa Las Vegas. They have a panel of which they call Celebrity Judges. Proud to be a celebrity in the... <laughs>
1: We, we put quotes around that.
0: Exactly. Um, but we are going to determine who wins $10,000. I mean,
1: that is it's one pressure. hell of a prize for a, a Halloween costume. And uh, people have been made aware of this contest for weeks now. So I'm really hoping that we're going to see... A lot of effort and creativity put into the outfits that people show up in on Halloween night over at Circa Las Vegas.
0: Yeah, watch our social media because as you get this podcast, we'll be doing it Halloween night. And then we'll have a bunch of different <laughs> pictures of some of the contestants and let you know who wins.
1: And uh, Dana, I want to make a correction to something I said in last week's podcast. We were talking about... The Freakling Brothers haunted attractions that are here in Las Vegas, and mistakenly I said that uh, Jason Egan was involved with that. He's not. He is the creator of the Fright Dome, which has been which was a long running mm-hmm. uh, haunted attraction here in Las Vegas. Um, but now Jason Egan, he has actually two escape rooms: Escape Blair Witch, and he also has the Saw Escape Room.
0: All right, and with that, let's go right into our tips. My tip has to do with the Electric Daisy Carnival that just wrapped up. And listen, it's not everyone's thing, but it is a lot of people's thing because hundreds of thousands of people come in town for this big event at the Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Am I right on the number there? Yeah. It's like hundreds. Over
1: three days. Yeah. Like 300,000 people come into town.
0: It's crazy. Anyway, we recently had the big event here. It looked like it went off without a hitch. There was tons of events. It was busy. And here's my tip. Passes just went on sale for the next one. And the next one is May 20th to the 22nd. And right now, tickets just went on sale. So if you want to get out and experience the Electric Daisy Carnival, it's 11th year to Las Vegas. Passes on sale now. There's a variety of different kind of like passes that you can get.
1: And speaking of passes, that leads nicely into my tip of the week. It's a different kind of pass. It's the vaccine pass that you need to show at theaters to get in to some of the venues uh, where we see concerts and residency shows here in Las Vegas. Earlier, we were talking about our experience getting into the Zappos Theater. Um, I came across an app that is really... Helped a lot and kept my information readily available. It's called NY COVID Safe. If you type that into your app store, it'll come up for you. NY COVID Safe. Now, I came across this because a few weeks ago, I went to New York City to see some Broadway shows and see some friends. And this was the app that was suggested to keep your ID, your vaccine and any test results that you've recently had all in one place and it's just a click of a button to bring up your ID, your vaccine card or your right. test.
0: And Sean's showing me right now and I'm like looking at it going like this just see- it seems like a little bit more organized and simple like than the Clear app. I like yeah. it better.
1: And the Clear app so there are some venues that use the Clear app for vaccine Mm -hmm. proof. But that can get a little, it can get a little confusing. You can, by all means, use the Clear app if that is the platform that the venue you are going to is using. However, if you're looking for a digital place to keep your ID, vaccine, and any COVID test results all in one place and easily accessible, my recommendation is NY COVID Safe.
0: Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, and we said we experienced this at Zappos Theater, and another option, and I don't know if everyone is going to allow this, but I just keep a picture of my vaccine card and I have it favorited and everywhere I have gone has accepted that. So don't know if that's a thing, if that's okay everywhere, but also I would just do that as well, just in case like say the Wi-Fi is down or something or your phone's not working and you can't bring up the app, you know, at least you've got it in a picture on your phone.
1: Right. So just be aware that you will need to have proof of, a vaccine or a test readily available to show to get into a lot of venues here in Las Vegas now.
0: Yeah, and we don't have it everywhere so like you don't have to do it to get into a restaurant or bar I was in Seattle I did have to do that you were in New York yeah, City New York also and you had to do that right and I did notice it was kind of like back in the day when I would like wait in line to show my ID yeah like when I was too young you yep. know or like on the verge <laughs> I felt like that everywhere we would go in Seattle you get the
1: butterflies like oh no I know. am I going to be allowed in
0: exactly that's what I felt like <laughs> in Seattle I had to like keep showing my picture to get in and I was like oh it's chilly outside I really I need to wait outside until the doorman checks my vaccine card it was Strange, but that's how they do it there.
1: Well, at least this time I knew that the colored pencil I used to change the date wasn't going to rub off.
0: <laughs> oh man, I had a good one. And one other quick tip, I want to mention something that we're going to on November 6th. If you love fireworks and you want to see a great display downtown, 9 p.m. on November 6th, the El Cortez is having a big celebration for its 80th anniversary, and they're letting off fireworks, and it should be great.
1: And it's a classic downtown property that really has been there since almost the beginning of Fremont Street. So we're happy to go and celebrate the 80th anniversary of El Cortez. And if you're downtown, you will definitely see those fireworks.
0: All right, everyone. We are out of here. Have a great week.
1: We'll talk to you next week for Episode 93 of Vegas Revealed. Let's go
0: to Vegas.
1: We'll stay up Let's go to Vegas, baby. Let's get away. Who wants to